celebration of the one-year anniversary of the Q Chat, I decided to go ahead and republish a few episodes in the following weeks because I'm dedicating the entire month to the celebration of the one-year anniversary of the Q Chat. So this is actually one of my favorite episodes. This is an episode with, between myself and my podcast partner in crime, Miss Courtney Paji. So even though this was at the beginning of the year, and of course everything with 2020 has changed due to the whole COVID-19 pandemic, I still feel that the enthusiasm still applies right now. So I definitely want people to just sit back and enjoy this episode. And even though this year obviously turned out to be what we did not expect, I just want everyone to still take the nuggets that we discussed in the episode and just still have that enthusiasm because despite everything, you can still win and you can still accomplish your dreams. So enjoy. Okay, so we're ready to do our recording of the new episode of the Q Chat. I'm really excited. Today I have my special guest. Her name is Miss Courtney Paji, and she is what many refer to as the one hit wonder. She has an awesome background, but she also has an awesome, powerful message. So anyone that may follow my page may know that we just did a women's empowerment brunch last December, and Courtney offered an awesome testimony regarding being bold and being bad. So today we're going to continue her awesome talk regarding that and also dive into being bold and being bad and stepping outside your comfort zone and how this also can apply to just following your dreams and women in entrepreneurship. But I want to go ahead and give the floor to Miss Courtney and stay tuned and just listen closely. She has an awesome message. Courtney? Hi, everyone. Um, and welcome. Uh, we are also on Instagram Live if you want to ask some questions as well. Um, Make yeah, sure you give them your uh, handle <laughs> so they know how to sure, find it, your Instagram. Sure. It is Mrs. Paji, M as in Mary, R-S-M as in Mary, P-A-G-I. Um, and first off, definitely want to encourage everyone, but most certainly um, our queens out there to be bad uh, this 2020. Be bad. Um, as I said before, we're expected to be a lot of things, be good, uh, be sweet, be gentle, and all of those things are great, but bad um, is bold, agile, and determined, um, and that's what we want to be all 2020. Uh, no more downplaying who we are, what we want, what we want to do. Uh, to appease others. We're being bold and we're claiming it uh, from the jump. We're being agile. We're moving with our dreams. If they take a turn, if they go up, if they go down, if they go left, we're sticking with it. And we're being determined. We're not giving up for anything in the world. No matter what people say, no matter their the opinion, no one's walked the road you've walked. So they can't tell you where it ends. <laughs> That's an awesome point. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just, um, I think that if we can shut out the noise, you know, the noise of the naysayers and even the noise that just kind of exists in our head, you know, sometimes our we're our own worst enemy. Right. And 
if we can shut her down. <laughs> right, that self-doubt. That's, that's all we really need. Um, sometimes, you know, you've heard of friends in your head. Um, sometimes the enemy is in your head as well. But beyond that, I think that I think 2020 and and by most accounts, a lot of people are going into this year encouraged. Right. Which which is a good sign of things to come. Um, you know, it a lot of people are leaving behind the oh, we'll see. Oh, I hope this year is different or better. Um, a lot of people are walking in already feeling like this is the year. And so that's that's definitely exciting, I think. Um, so I think it just in the the realm of things, in the spiritual spiritual realm of things, it's a great time to start pursuing things because what when when so many people are feeling the same thing at the same time, the universe starts to move and things start to happen. So it's just a good time to embark on things and jump on things. I agree that uh, that is definitely true. I think with any new year, I think naturally as humans, we get hyped up, you know, when a new year starts (laughs) instead of realizing that honestly, we can start new things at any time. But it's just something about a new year where, you know, some people like resolutions, some people do not. But I think every time there's a new year when everyone's blessed to see it, we just naturally get hyped up and we start thinking about, oh, you know, here's some things we want to do each year. So that ties into what you were saying, you know, just to be excited right now. This is the perfect time to have this conversation because everyone's still on the new year high. It's only been (laughs) eight days into 2020 you know so this is the perfect time to have this conversation while everyone's still hyped up absolutely and i you know this is one of the first years that i started this year doing what i said i was gonna do hopefully by the end of the year i don't know if that makes sense but it's like you go into the year thinking oh these are some of the goals i want you know, or I can see myself doing this or, or gosh, I hope this comes to pass this year. And the first Saturday of the year, last Saturday, I spent um, speaking at Showers of Blessing Deliverance Temple. And one thing, one of my goals, um, and this this was my first year truly doing a vision board, although I did a vision box. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And one of the things I put in my vision box um, was to, you know, be able to speak to different audiences, you know, hopefully that audience grows and things like that. Mm -hmm. So to do that in the first, you know, weekend of the year was like completely awesome. Um, And it kind of renewed my um, belief in putting positive things out there, mm-hmm. being bold, claiming it, you know, um, no matter what people say. And by George, <laughs> <laughs> there it was, you know. Right. Um, and even my vision box I had on display in my house mm-hmm. for a while. And then I have a two-year-old, so mm-hmm. it's not safe to leave things on display too long, but she left them alone for a good while. Right. You know, there are people that came over like, what's that? You know, da-da-da. Um, but through all of that, no matter who it was, I, 
kept it up, you know, boldly claiming when you walk in my house, mm-hmm. this is what we're going towards, you well, know. let me um, interrupt you for a second. So, sure. we all know about vision boards. Can you detail for everyone listening exactly what a vision box is for anyone that may not be familiar with that? Sure. So, the the vision board, as it's commonly known, mm-hmm. um, is um, usually I see a poster board, and you start to create a vision of what your life uh, will look like in the next three, six months, year, so forth or so on. I decided to personalize mine a little bit more, mm-hmm. and so I did a vision box because it looked like a television. So mm-hmm. I want to produce content for television. Mm-hmm. I want you know, to bring my ideas and everything to television. So I thought, well, if I personalize even more, if I don't just do a board, right? but I do, you know, a, a makeshift television set, then I'm really claiming what I want, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's where that came from. So whether you do a board or a box or you get even more creative about what you want, I just, I went through magazines, I went through newspapers, and I pulled pictures, I pulled quotes, I pulled um, article titles that spoke to what I want to see come to pass in this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's usually everyone's second uh, second thing to do, right. along with maybe writing their own affirmations. Um, but so mine, and I wish I had it with me. Um, but that I would have to walk through my house then, and then I would run into the two-year-old, and then things would go awry. So, but I I grabbed things like on set. Mm-hmm. I saw saw that in a magazine. Something said on set, and I grabbed uh, snapshots of crowds applauding. Um, I grabbed stuff like motivation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I. There, there were some other personal things that I wanted to do, like move my family to a bigger home. We've outgrown the home we're in, mm-hmm. so I put a big, you know, bigger home on there and things like that. Um, but not only does it serve as, um, you know, the visual reminder of the things you're trying to accomplish, but while you're doing it, you feel something, right. you know. And Rhonda, I don't know if you can speak to that as well, right. but as I'm pulling the quotes and the pictures and I'm seeing it come together, mm-hmm. something kind of stirred while I was doing that. Did Did you get that at all? Yes, I totally agree with that. I feel like what you mentioned too is also confirmation. So, for example, I feel like, Sometimes, you know, we'll have dreams or we'll have goals. And I think self-doubt, whether we like to admit it or not, it's human, you know, because we're logical thinkers, I think, each and every one of us. So sometimes we'll weigh out, oh, you know, how is this going to fit into my lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, when you do have that boldness and you say, hey, well, I'm still going to step out on faith. I'm still going to try. There's, There's nothing like receiving that confirmation that it is coming together and it is like you said it's like a supernatural <laughs> type of feeling where it's like okay wow like this is really coming to pass even if you haven't reached that finish line yet but there's instances sometimes you know we have those goals where we know we are getting closer to it whether it's by an inch or by a mile it is like a great Absolutely. feeling when you just feel like oh my god this really has 
come together. Like even like when mm-hmm. I did the vision brunch. Now, mind you, so exactly. last year when I decided to do my, and I kind of didn't want to use the word pop up, but hey, it was a pop up technically, you know, but. Once again, I wanted mine to be different. So mine was more about empowerment more than the whole pop-up aspect. And when it actually came together, I was so overwhelmed because I took a huge step on faith to even do it in the first place to the point I was like, what am I thinking? You know, like I'm too, I'm too much of a a, a baby at this. Like I'm too much of an infant. (laughs) I'm too much in the infancy stage to try and do this like what are you thinking you know like I literally was telling that to myself once I got closer to it like I don't know what you were thinking trying to do this you know <laughs> but once it came together it was like wow like I, I really am capable of accomplishing something even if it's not a quote-unquote perfect vision you know just the fact to so, actually and you know, I was told to if you aren't that if it doesn't scare you, then the vision isn't big enough. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you should um, be on pins and needles. Quite honestly, that's true. Um, you know, if 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 it's like, oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you then, then it isn't big enough right you know and that's a good point it's like that's i love that if it's not scaring you you haven't stepped out further away from your Mm -hmm. comfort zone you know like Mm -hmm. the radius is too close to comfort if you're not nervous and that is an awesome way of of you know putting that even last year i walked away from a career that was pretty lucrative but i was pretty miserable you know because i was just like i'm not living my dreams one bit and I was in situations where I'm talking numbers and I'm talking taxes and people were like oh I love your personality and your energy and it's just like you know the energy that you're picking up on is not because I'm passionate about what we're speaking about though was the problem you know Mm -hmm. and I was just like I have to figure out a way where I can utilize this energy and something that also serves me a level of joy because we have to have that in our lives so it's just awesome what you just said now mind you it was absolutely scary to sit there and say oh well you know what and my yeah I'm 42 years old to sit there and make a decision you know I'm getting close to my mid-40s it's not necessarily (laughs) the ideal thing to do and of course it was scary but I was living in a comfort zone air quotes for so long I felt like you know I, I feel like sometimes you know big dreamers or people that dream in color it gets to the point where it smothers you when you don't make that bold decision or when you don't step out, it's like it eats at you and it eats at you and it eats at you. Absolutely. You know, because there's something bigger, you know, like the big dreamers, the bold dreamers, like we know there's something big down the line, you know, (laughs) that we can get to. But I feel like when we... You can just get to it. (laughs) Right. And it's like we have to, it's like it's a requirement. Like you have to step out of your comfort zone. If you don't, like you'll never achieve those goals like it's just it's it's impossible like it doesn't it doesn't it's not it's, it's a marriage that won't work you can't have comfort 
you know, and dream big. Like, it just doesn't fit. Like, you have to step out of your comfort zone. It's, 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 and, you know, you said something just now mm-hmm. um, that that really resonated. You said when people dream big or when they're big thinkers, that thing will eat away at you, mm-hmm. you know, until you can, you know, make it come to pass. Right. And I went through a period where I even tried to pray it away. Mm. I was like, Lord, look, I said, if I'm not going to have it, mm-hmm. then please let the desire go away. Mm. Let me, cause I've seen I've witnessed, I've been around people who are content mm-hmm. for the most part in what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I can't all use a little more money or something to that effect, yes. Right. But I know people who are either in their field or doing something they love or otherwise just content with life. I can tell they don't have a real desire for, you know, anything else and they're just right. kind of doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, okay, Lord, like, like, I can deal with it if it's not going to pass. Like, that's cool. But right. if you could just put a desire for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'd be, you know, really good. Right. And I prayed that prayer to the point to where I said, okay, well, Courtney, maybe there's a reason the desire isn't going away. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and I, I just happen to be a spiritual person. And, you mm-hmm. know, the Lord has worked other things out in my favor um, or has removed things that weren't serving me, Mm -hmm. uh, put me in positions that I needed to be or taken me out of ones that I didn't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I felt like for me to continually ask him that and he not move in that way, then, then maybe I needed to take a second look. Maybe I needed to dust off the naysayers just mm-hmm. off my own energy that told me I couldn't or shouldn't or wouldn't right. and try it. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. And it's funny that you said that because I've always been the same way. Like there's been situations, even like when I was in my career and it's just like, you know, everyone was so happy, you know, going to work eight to five and being traditional and, you know, being little robots. And I would be the only one that's just like, wow, like, what is wrong with me that I'm not satisfied? (laughs) Why am I, like, not feeling sitting here? Like, I literally, I'm very hyperactive. Like, people that, like, know me personally, I literally cannot sit still. So sitting at a desk for, like, eight hours was, like, torture for me. Like, I couldn't do it. You know, it's just, like, I had to do something to kind of think outside of the box. And I was, like, always the co-worker who has to crack a joke like it's like I just I had to do something like I was like the unpaid comedian like it was to the point that a lot of people I work with were like you're like one of the most funniest people I know and it's just like and I'm saying to myself I have to make you guys laugh if not I'm going to start screaming (laughs) because I can't take sitting in this room (laughs) I'll put on music Mm -hmm. and like I livened it up I was like no right what we will not do is is disappear into our offices, disappear into cocoons and silos. Because right. I'm barely making it as is. Exactly. So we don't interact up in this mug. Courtney right. is about to go <laughs> off the deep end. Right. If you work with Shrond, somebody is about to be distracted. 
<laughs> right. I can't sit here. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm going to like say something that's crazy, you know, to make somebody laugh, which is totally not what we're getting paid to do. But hey, you know, we're going to be happy. <laughs> that was my thing. Well, let me ask you something, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, what has entrepreneurship done for you? That is an awesome question. So what entrepreneurship has done for me, it's just given me freedom. It's given me room to breathe. It's given me a platform where I can express myself. It's given me a platform where I feel like I can even encourage others. Um, It's just given me a new world through a new lens. And I feel like I literally am at a road where I can just travel as far as I want to go. Like, that's what it does for me. Like, I, I, it's like, I'm just the type of person, I have to have a level of independence as well. And entrepreneurship has done so much for me that it's just hard to even describe fully. It's just like a joy that I kind of can't really describe. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make anyone listening think, oh, well, you know what? entrepreneurship is the easy no it's not easy at all (laughs) but if you have the heart for it though because it is not for everyone I will say that I know some people who they're 100% satisfied working a nine-to-five five five days a week and I don't knock them right and I don't knock them right you know everyone's different but for me that's just not what my heart is, you know, so anyone that wants to go into entrepreneurship, you do have to have a heart for it, okay, and one reason that you do have to have a heart for it is because you're going to have some slow periods, you're going to have some highs, you're going to have some lows, you know, as life, you know, such as life, I mean, that's going to happen, but it's mm-hmm. worth it, you know. And, you know, the nine to five mm-hmm. has its own highs and lows. Yes. Mm-hmm. Its own anxieties. You know, it. yeah, you could, yeah, you, you will have the anxiety of, you know, how do I get startup capital or mm-hmm. how do I move product or, mm-hmm. but then you also can go to a nine to five and be like, oh, Lord, are they going to fire me today? Do they think right. I'm doing a good job? Mm-hmm. Tell them this, that, the third? Do I need to go defend myself? Right. You know, so you're kind of choosing which avenue at the end of the day, you know, when when you do all the pluses and minuses, Mm -hmm. has has served you better. And I I have been in the entrepreneurial realm Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, our business dictates good for a while, mm-hmm. um, and then there were issues which were actually more internal than anything that mm-hmm. um, that brought down the brought us to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, that freedom that I felt, and it was for a couple of years, mm-hmm. um, I longed to get back to that. <laughs> you right, know, just right. once you taste that, you know, oh my goodness. It's, oh my it's an awesome feeling. It really is. And like I said, and you know, just to put out the disclaimer, it's not for everyone. You know, like I definitely, you know, I don't knock, you know, people that do nine to fives and I don't knock people who, you know, have certain careers that are just different, obviously, than, mm-hmm. you know, owning a business. That's, you know what I mean? It's just about doing what you're passionate about too, you know, and 
that's one of the things too with me personally that I needed to go back to. And same thing, like I actually had on the business about maybe a decade ago. Um, and at the time it was perfect for me. I had very young children. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was just something that worked for me so that I was flexible. I actually had, you know, maybe like one or two employees. It wasn't like a huge deal where I needed like a ton of people, but it's like it had, you know, me in a place where I could be there for my kids. I was earning money. It was flexible, you know, just practical things for me at the time too. And, you know, down the line, my life changed, became divorced, single mother, things of that nature. Yeah, at one point, yeah, I had to do my nine to five. Like <laughs> We would have starved, you know, but so as so I said, I don't knock that, but I began longing for when I was my own boss, when I had my freedom, when I was able to call my shots, when I was able to, if I'm having a bad day, well, guess what? I, this is my level of stress. And one thing for me, like I said, I can't speak for anyone else, but for me, when I was um, working for this particular company, I'd been working for them for like maybe four or five years. I had had so much work stress. I would think about my accounts in the middle of the night. Okay, I wasn't sleeping normally. I was under a ton of stress and I'm sitting there like, you know what? I'm stressed out for somebody else's dream. <laughs> That's the part that was starting to eat Tell me. me about it. I'm like, okay, the person that owns this lives very lavish and I don't, you know, so I'm like, I don't really want to be up at night to help someone live their dreams. Am I Absolutely. willing to be up at night thinking about my own business? Uh, yes. <laughs> like I'll, All day. I'll stay up All 24 day. hours, okay, over something that I own you know, that's building for my family and I'll do it at any given second. But for me, I could no longer help other people live their dreams. And I'm going to throw out the race card too. I was working for companies that were owned by rich white men. Okay. I needed to do something that supported this black woman. Okay. (laughs) You know, that's what I needed to be a part of. And it just got to a point where I just was like, I can't do this anymore. You know, on so many levels, this is just not fulfilling my dreams, you know. And I'm like, like I said, once again, as an African-American woman, I wanted more for myself. And Mm -hmm. I, I don't regret my decisions. I hope I don't ever have to look back on them because, you know, because. I really don't want to do that. You know, like I said, it just, we live in a time now where I think especially for black women, and this is, you know, I don't want to insult anyone else, but I'm just saying from my perspective, I can only speak for me. So I'm saying as an African-American woman, it gives me great joy. I see so many female entrepreneurs on a daily basis, you know, and then you and I, of course, us living you know, in Louisiana, we have, like, women who have blown up. I mean, super, Judy, I mean, come on. I I feel like, how can you not get hyped up (laughs) when you see... At least try. Right, when you see these beautiful black women who are just like us, you know, similar backgrounds, down-to-earth women that have proven and shown that 
guess what? You too can have a piece of the pie. You too can have a dream and work on it. No, it may not blow up as big as theirs, but you still can work towards something. You still have the tools to make it happen or at least try. There's nothing in life that you know, hurts us from trying, you know, so, right, so just when I look at those two women in particular, I just feel like we can do anything, you know, like, they inspire us in so many ways more than they probably even realize, you know, which is another, you know, beautiful thing of their humility, but I just feel like this is the best time right now for women in particular, if you do have that dream, you know, just step outside of the box, you know, just try it. If you are confused on how to get started with your business, we live in an awesome time of social media. I've done so much networking in the past few months just on social media alone. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of resources out there, you know, to step out and network with people. Have you ordered your ebook of A Case of Injustice? New Orleans' own author Keish Nicole has written an excellent and page turning book entitled A Case of Injustice. Order yours today on Amazon.com and you can grab your ebook of Miss Keish Nicole's A Case of Injustice. Order yours today. get to know different people ask questions I mean there's so many tools out there to give you the the logical um, steps and also the motivation to follow your dreams you know and you can start small but I feel like the opportunity is 100% there and like I said we live in an awesome time period right now where I feel like we all really can do whatever we want to do even like my podcast for example I had no clue I still don't have a clue what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) but I looked at it like why not I just feel like we literally can do whatever we want to do so when I decide to start a business mm -hmm. that really just got to me you said you know working to make someone else's dream come true Mm -hmm. and what happened to me was see you got a chance to resign Mm -hmm. I bought into this young lady's vision Mm -hmm. I mean bought in wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. she said on many occasions you're the only person that truly gets what I'm doing here Mm -hmm. you know she's like we have awesome people that work here blah blah but you truly get it Mm -hmm. and then she fired me Mm. and I I was like never Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. in this life or the next one (laughs) right will I give so much of myself to someone else's dream, someone else's retirement plan, mm-hmm. someone else's legacy. Exactly, because and you're expendable at the end of the day. And honey, and they will show you honey. you're expendable. Trust me, I've experienced it myself. Um, the company I was working for, number one, I was the only African American in my department for the longest. So mm-hmm. that already had its own chapters 
you know, of a horror story. Let's just face it. You know, I felt like I had to, you know, I, I, first of all, I felt like so many feelings with that. I was one of the most seasoned people, um, and they all like me. Don't get me wrong. I mean, what's there not to like? No, I'm playing. But it's like, yeah, they like me, you know, <laughs> you know, because I put on that personality for them, and they they loved it. They ate it up. They love when we're articulate. Blah blah blah. You know, so I fit the mold for them. Okay, I was very good with my clients. I even um, won these cute little awards one year. Okay. But at the end of the day, when it was time for promotions, do you think they were looking at me? It didn't matter that I had won these awards. It didn't matter that all these clients liked me. They didn't care about that. And that was one thing I looked at. Another thing that happened to me while I worked for that company, I had actually experienced a miscarriage. Um, Found out on a Monday that the child I was carrying had no heartbeat. I want to say I had my DNC probably... You know what? The next day I was working, matter of fact. Okay. That Wednesday I had a DNC. By that Friday, my manager actually asked me in a written message. She was like, is there something wrong with you? Because your tone is very sharp with me. It's like, really? (laughs) It's like, right. And I was just like, it it was little things like that where I knew in the back of my mind, I was not going to be working for these people much longer because I'm like, I'm not a person. And that's one thing I had an issue with, you know, one of the many things I had an issue with. But, you know, like I said, I also, just like you said, I was like, not in this lifetime. And like you said, nor the next, will I ever sacrifice my time, my sleep or my peace for somebody else's vision and for somebody else's dream, you know, because they don't care at the end of the day when you're an employee. And like I said, let me put out another disclaimer. I don't want people listening to this be like, you know, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow because of, no, I'm not telling y'all to do that. <laughs> but I'm just saying for me, yeah, you know, like say, as for me in my house, I said I was never going to stress myself out again for somebody else's dream because most employers, I hate to say it, as an employee, you're very expendable. They will get rid of you in a heartbeat. Okay, that's just how it is or just like that infamous meme that's like you know live your life because if you die tomorrow your employer is just gonna you know post your job I mean they will you know and I'm not even faulting places for that because they have their bottom line too but I'm just saying and here's something to that too Mm -hmm. if you do do the nine to five make sure you take advantage of every sick day, mm-hmm. vacation day, yes. comp time, mm-hmm. you know, that too is part of your benefits package, number one. Right. It is, it, it's yours, it's owed to you. Don't let anybody make you feel like the stuff they sold you on, oh, you get eight weeks a year, you mm-hmm. get blah, blah, blah. Now, all of a sudden, you need to be ashamed to take or scared to ask for or schedule right. or however because that's your time. If, if you're not the you person it. So who, who's going to quit, whatever, that's your time. That's your time to travel. Mm-hmm. That's your time for leisure. That's your time to do something for yourself. Right. That's your time to maybe discover the dream, discover the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just, I, I've seen the numbers on the rate at which, you know, Americans in particular mm-hmm. give back all that time. Yep. 
and feel like you must be working all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And I, after the young lady fired me, mm-hmm. I said, I, I said at the very least, if I have to work. If it's something I need to do for me, I'm doing it. Now, if you've got a problem, we can solve it. And I just have to really put in my spirit that, you know what? Yeah, the job can fire me or I'm expendable to them, but I'm also marketable. And I can be just somewhere else as I can, (laughs) you know, here. And I just put it in my spirit that if it comes down to that, I'm willing to you know, put myself first mm-hmm. and and keep and keep moving. And I'm um, glad you so said that be... too. Mm-hmm. And I hate mm-hmm. to I'm, because if... I think we've all had that. We've all been at a job and stop me if I'm wrong. There's always that one person like that complains all day long. Oh, they just hate this company. They don't like it, you know. But guess what? They're normally the person that's worked there the longest. Uh it's like well why don't you leave you know it's what you say you know and i'm glad you said that too it's just like know your your market value that you're all marketable like you're worthy like that's the thing that kind of kills me too like i've had situations where i've had friends and they're just miserable at their jobs and it's like why are you still there (laughs) that's just Mm -hmm. like either you know either you gonna it or get off the pot you know it's just like you know you know what's the point in living a life where you're this unhappy or you're just complaining and being negative every day too there's so many other jobs out there I I don't I mean I'm sorry that's just if anyone's listening where all the jobs I mean if you look and seek I just feel like there's always an another alternative than just Mm -hmm. sitting and being miserable every single day you know that's just the way I look at it personally but absolutely you know this all goes back to there's some people and don't get me wrong there's some entrepreneurs that still hold down a job you know nine to five and I definitely don't Mm -hmm. like that either and that also goes back to let's say for example you are working your nine to five and you truly aren't in a position where you can leave which is totally fine still don't let that stop you for pursuing Mm -hmm. your dreams if you still want to start your business Hey, I mean, number one, you have your regular seed money to start it. You know, work on that dream after work or on the weekends or even on your lunch break. Like, don't even let that nine to five hold you back from, you know, starting that business. There's so many people that have, and I hate how people say it, side hustle. It's like, you know, let give people what it is. That's their business. Not that I'm not going to hold term side hustle, but I think sometimes people like to minimalize a person's accomplishments you know if you do your earrings outside of work or do bracelets or do cakes outside of work guess what that's still your business that you put your time and heart and soul into and that's generating some income that is your business you know so don't let that discourage you either and I think you know sometimes we we know we let our jobs hold us back you can still hold on to your job too and still pursue your dreams there's always you know unless you work seven days a week 24 hours out the day you know there's got to be some free time where you can still invest in yourself as well you know I mean you know that's just one thing I think people should take with them as well like you don't necessarily have to quit your job to start your business but don't let anything hold you back you know just don't even let that nine to five be like oh well you know I can't 
do my business. No, like you definitely can do it. And then if that is your true goal, eventually to be like, okay, well, I want my business to grow so that eventually I can walk away from that job. That's how you got to dive head first into it. And you really Mm -hmm. can achieve that goal, but just don't let anything hold you back. And I do think that's another chapter that some people who they have some dreams they want to pursue, but they also let the job that they currently have hold them back, thinking they can't do both. And not that I'm saying that is easy, but it is possible. No, it it is digging deep, finding some extra energy, one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Time, two. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you look at the 24-hour day, you know, it, it really comes down to... Um, making the most of every second minute an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I go to sleep at a certain time so I can get up and go work out in the morning. I work out before work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then I go to work and then I make sure I get time with my family. I, I always want to make sure that's in there. Right. Um, and I make sure I make time to work on, you know, my passions, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's, like you said, some time on social media, trying to meet, trying to access, trying to learn, trying mm-hmm. to grow, whether it's doing something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, that's when I consider my day over, right. when I have accomplished those things. Mm-hmm. And that's when I consider it a good day, because there are days, you know, hey, we're human. It doesn't always go like that. Right, right, <laughs> definitely. But on a good day, the alarm went off, I got up, I worked out, work went well, came home, got with the guy, got with the kid, mm-hmm. work went well, you know, did something for the dream and shut the eyes. <laughs> right, right. So I just, I don't know, like I said, I'm just really excited. This is one of the, I don't know, for some reason, I don't know if it's 2020, if it's, I don't, I just had like a lot of excitement before this year even started honestly like maybe because it's the 2020 and I know a lot of people are using that 2020 vision theme but it really is confirmation I just feel like this seems like this is going to be the year of clarity a year of you know a clearer vision right Mm -hmm. definitely confirmation Mm -hmm. for whatever it is you want to do and I've said it so many times if your goal is this year to start a business. If your if your goal this year is to be more healthier, whatever it is you want to do, you can go bold and go big. You know, um, start mm-hmm. your business. If you're trying to lose weight, you can lose that twenty pounds. You know, whatever right. it is you're trying to do. If you're trying to have healthier relationships, you know, love yourself first. And I guarantee, once you start loving yourself first. Everyone that's meant to be in your life will come to you like a magnet, you know, but mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. possible. It is there. If, if let's say you already have a business and your goal this year is to expand that business, it, you know, if you had a good successful year in 2019 and you're like, well, hey, I want to double or triple, you know, my presence or triple you know, my client base, it is possible. Uh, you know, all things work together. I think 2020 really truly is going to be a year of confirmation and a clear vision for everyone. You know, I definitely feel a level of excitement, you know, with this year. And 
Last year, you know, for 2019, it was a year of clarity for me and a year of a lot of big decisions. So for me, 2019 was just kind of full circle. I definitely don't put it in the Rolodex for a bad year by no means. Um, It was a year where I definitely didn't start off January of 2019 thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to, you know, leave a career and I'm going to do this and do that. I had no idea, you know, but by the end of 2019, I felt like this is meant to be. This is where I was supposed to be at. And I felt closer, like you were mentioning, I felt closer to the goals I had set for myself, whether, you know, like I said, some levels was just an inch, some levels were a mile. It still Mm -hmm. felt like I had gotten closer to the vision that I have. And that's what made me super excited for 2020 because I'm like, okay, well, this is a new year, you know, for bigger and bolder and better, you know? So I really think this is going to be the year for a lot of people and like I said, we're this is not just about 2020. It's about 2020 and beyond. I know there's a controversy. Mm-hmm. This is a new decade. And this is just a time for everyone just to be bigger, bolder, and better. And that's, I think that's going to be Absolutely. my three Bs for the rest of the year. Bigger, bolder, and better. And we're all searching for greater, too, of course. So I really think 2020 is just going to be the thing. And just to barrel back to, you know, entrepreneurship. Like I said, this is just an awesome time, I think, right now to just start a business in general. I feel like it's always a good time to start a business, always. But right now, (laughs) you know, but right now I just feel like, you know, I see so many beautiful women that have started businesses and they're getting success, you know, on so many different levels. And it's just a great thing to see. And this is a good time to join, you know, this unspoken sisterhood and just see, Mm -hmm. you know, where you can go with it. So, you know, like I do encourage people that are listening, like I said, if you have a dream in your mind and you're not really sure how to mold it or where to start, I definitely encourage people to just seek out, you know, I mean, in general, I think most people are welcoming you know, to mentor people. I'm not saying that they have time to necessarily maybe put someone under their wing seven days a week, but it never hurts to just reach out and ask someone. And hey, if you ask one person and they make slam a door on you, guess what? Go to the next person and ask them. Keep asking and knocking on the door until you find that one person that's going to open that door and say, hey, yeah, sure, I'll talk to you. You know, I'll give you some insight. I'll give you you know, some steps that I guarantee you that person is waiting and they're more than excited to talk to you and encourage you, but just don't give up is the main thing. Like just keep that hope and follow your dreams because life is so precious and so short and so fragile and we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So we only have one life to live. So it's just super important to just go ahead and move, remove the dream killers out of your life, no matter who they are. Remove the negative speakers out of your life. Negativity is like an acid, okay? And if someone speaks negative thoughts to you or just negative scenarios, please remove them because it's literally like an acid. And you really don't want that over your spirit. So 
Mm-hmm. You know, remove all of that out of your, your life and just hold on to some positivity, but always pursue your dreams. Like wh- whatever it takes to pursue them, go ahead and do it. If, you know, if you want to pursue your dreams, if, if for one particular person, that nine to five, if they have the tools to walk away or they, or let's say for this year, let's say for some individuals, what they want to do, their nine to five really does not fit the vision at all. I'm not saying go ahead and quit tomorrow. Don't do that. But you can map out your timeline and map out your vision board or your box and figure out exactly what you need to do this year to get closer to that dream or that goal. You know, or if you're in a position right now, like I said, where you do have your business, you just started and you're trying to build it. Work on that vision and uh, pursue it and you can achieve it. But don't let anything or anyone stop you and just keep a positive mindset and you can definitely achieve that. And I've probably preached a sermon, so I'm going to let you um, put in some um, closing thoughts, Courtney. Yeah, no, I think uh, what I would say is do something daily, mm-hmm. like seriously daily. If it's small, if it's big, do something daily because that keeps the dream alive for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the more distance you put in between the actions you take, uh, the dream kind of falls flat. Right. You know, if you do something on a Monday and you're feeling good about it, but you don't re, you know, return to that for another three, four, or five days, then that becomes a week, two weeks, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it isn't until maybe somebody says, hey, you still doing that thing that you pick it up again. No, I daily, daily do something, one thing, and you'll be surprised at the time you find, mm-hmm. the energy you find mm-hmm. to do something a little more and a little more and a little more every time. Um, and that's how, because I think sometimes, you know, for those who may still be, you know, in the nine to five rat race, you're looking at it like, how in the world do I get there? Like, how... Do I go from sitting at this desk mm-hmm. <laughs> right. to, you know, owning the building or, you know, working online or something like that? And it really is baby steps. You know, it is one thing at a time that no one, um, you know, I think unless you got, you know, certain folk in your life to kind of hook you up in that way, no one says, you know, Monday, I quit Friday, I'm, you know, <laughs> starting and, you know, being lucrative and things like that. It's baby steps. Right. And, um, you know, those baby steps, they, they do something for you. They put an energy in you. They they invigorate you to take more steps and bigger steps. Um, you know, for me, it started with daring to put my profile on the gig salad. Like, mm-hmm. it truly started there. Like, um, you know, because I moved here from Atlanta, I was in Atlanta for 12 years or so. Mm-hmm. So everyone knew me there. Like I, you know, I never had to really think about, can I do certain things? You know, uh, people either contacted me or found somebody to contact me. Or I say, Hey, this is what I want to do. You know, I knew enough people to get venues free and music free and photography and you, you name it, you know? And so, but when we moved to new Orleans, that wasn't the case. <laughs> right, right. So I was kind of back at a starting point almost mm-hmm. because I think to a certain extent people could tell, oh, well, you know, she's talented or oh, you know, she at least sounds like she can do such and such. But without the community that I built, 
um, you know, it was really starting from scratch. And I said, you know what, Courtney, you know what you can do. You know, you, you know who you are. You know what your goals are. You know, all you need is for someone to give you a chance, like you did when you were in Atlanta. You know, I have to remind myself I wasn't always, you know, <laughs> whatever. I right. had to start somewhere there as well. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, put it up, Courtney. Just put it up. See where it goes. You know, I really felt like in the spirit, you know, it would come, you know. Um, and that was one small step. And, and I tell you, even putting the website up and doing, the, you know, writing the little jargon and putting up the pictures and, you know, things like that. I'm like, okay, I felt like, okay, that that was good. Mm-hmm. And then ding, you know, the first little message came up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it just went from there. So daily, it, it seems small, insignificant now, but it's the first block or the first brick and go from there. Just go. Right. Um, you know, and now I find myself, like you said, sometimes, yes, I'm very tired, but I will get up again, turn the light back on and write something down or get up early and go to, you know, go to my, uh, my designated space in the, in the, um, in the, in the house to do something else. I'm finding it. I'm eking it out. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. I could sleep. Yeah. I could lay down. But when you start to get that fire in you for that thing, it will fuel you. It will. Um, so, you know, just start. And I know it sounds so easy, but really just start. (laughs) And and if, if anything else is a second to that, Find a way to make yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I said things out loud to other people. Mm-hmm. Because I know, I know how folk are. Humans are going to hold you to it. Did you do it yet? Right. You know, <laughs> and so, the, <laughs> and the minute I say, uh-huh, you know, then it all comes full circle, you know. So find a way to make yourself accountable. If it's one partner, if it's, you know, kind of just saying things out loud, you know, to one person, a couple people, you know, and let them let them check in with you. Let them call you out on it. You know, um, right. that would probably be a very close second. Mm-hmm. Well, I like I said once again, <laughs> I enjoyed this talk. I really am excited just about 2020, and I feel like anyone that tuned into your live or who may go ahead and listen to the podcast recording later, I feel that they are definitely going to walk away with a blessing. Um, Once again, if anyone wants to listen to the podcast, and this is for anyone that may not be present with Courtney's live, if they just go ahead and follow Instagram and they may see on either my page or Courtney's later that we did have our podcast available. They can go to www.queensarrogance.com. And one thing I do want to say too about the whole Queen's Arrogance, if anyone's curious, like, okay, well, how did you come up with that name? Arrogance to me is not a negative thing. And it falls into exactly what me and Courtney were talking about, or just, just being bad and being bold. You know, wear that crown, mm-hmm. baby. So that's why it's about a queen's arrogance. You know, put the crown on your head and roll with it. Like, you are special right. and you can achieve anything you want to do. So just want to round out this recording as I round out most of my recordings is whatever season that you're in right now, just remember that, number one, go love yourself. That is my mantra. Loving yourself is what you, it's just 100% 
the ultimate goal at the end of the day. You have to have that self-love in order to have that boldness. Okay, you have to love yourself and value yourself first. And like we mentioned, you know, just getting the naysayers out of your head or just, you know, wanting to achieve that dream. You have to love yourself first in order to get that way. Don't so that you know that what your self-worth is. And everyone that is listening, when I say you are 100% worthy, you can achieve whatever it is you want to achieve in life. You have the tools and it's right there sitting in your heart. But just make sure that you love yourself. You are beautiful and you can be bigger, bolder, and badder in, in order to achieve greatness. So just always remember to love yourself. And once again, I want to thank Courtney Paji. This has been an awesome broadcast. 